Ladies and gentlemen, what is going on? I am one half of the dynamic duo, Reneo. We got the other homie, the big homie, DJ. Yo. We got our special guest, Ahmad, here Yo, with us. And we are on Small Victories and Side Notes podcast. We're coming at you with our second album of our special four album series. We're ready to get it popping. But first, I am for sure. We like to do small victories. So hit us, homie. All right. So, as you guys knew from the last pod, um, I was sick. Daughter was sick. Wife was sick. Like the whole family, the dog was sick. It was crazy. Oh um, we're all better. Everyone, everyone's feeling like better. My, my daughter's not sick. My wife, she has like, a, like not a sore throat, but her, her voice isn't all the way back yet. My voice is back. I'm good. So I'm, I'm, that's my small breakthrough, man. I don't get sick often. My daughter has only been sick like twice in her life, and she's three. So when we get sick, I, I guess it's a, it's a big thing. My wife always, like, and my wife is one of those people who, like, she gets like a little snuffle, she's dying. So to be over that crap, <laughs> man, it's a blessing. It is a blessing. So I got for you. Glad to have you back. Uh, myself, I really don't have too much either. It's, uh, it's been one of those couple weeks. But uh, I guess my small victory is just uh, been keeping up with my schoolwork as best as possible. Um, not going to lie, the discussions be having me dead. But Hey, you you doing it, though. And just do I, what I do with the discussions, bro. I just, I fake it. I give them, like, three-word answers. As long as I participate, <laughs> I'm getting credit. That's all I look Yeah, I realize you just can't stress yourself out about it too much. Got to give your best go and, and move on. You know how many times I just post some shit and don't look for responses? I just like, all right, I, I did my part, and that's it. You better stop playing for your professor can find you. Hey, but I get I get full credit every time. No one stopped it, you know what I'm saying? So, hey. It's all good. Amai, please tell me you got something for us. Spice it up. <laughs> uh, I got something light. So um, my small victory, um, because of the, the holidays, we did a lot different this year. You know, we wasn't over um the usual family's house um i was able to still see the family yesterday we did a bunch of zoom calls like literally we had three zoom calls yesterday um, and you know my side of the family um got them on a zoom call for the first time like my grandma and all of that so it was just good to to still see everybody even though we wasn't you know chilling hanging laughing in person um so yeah that's my small victory still got to see everybody on christmas even though it was virtually no, that's a dope one. I'm I'm happy for you, man. Yeah, that 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 is a good one. Um, I think that that kind of went unnoticed, like the fact that this this Christmas was a bit different because of mm-hmm. you know COVID and everything going on. So the fact that you could go out and see, I mean, still see family and I go out with, <clears throat> still have that connection with them is, is is awesome, man. I did not do that, and I wish I had. <laughs> hey. But you know, I have family all over the world. world. My, mom, my sisters in Hawaii. My mom's in Kuwait. Oh wow. So it's, yeah, they're just yeah, all over the place. All right. But without further ado, I am ready to talk about this album, man. Um, so the album we're going to be analyzing track by track is Better by Deontay Hitchcock. Um, so I chose this album because I feel like Deontay is undeservedly slept on. Um, his debut studio album, I think, is the best work that he's put out. Uh, I remember the first time I was put on to this dude, I was at a Rhapsody concert. It was a couple years ago. I think it was a December, actually. Um, 
and Rhapsody had like four people opening for it. It was a long ass show. Uh, he was the second to last opener and he completely shut it down. Like he was out there flowing over a bunch of, you know, crazy popular samples. He was flowing insane. I went home and I downloaded every single thing he'd ever put out on Apple Music. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to to show Deontay's album some love because I've been I've been uh playing this album crazy all year. Like it's so many of these songs keep repeating and showing up in my playlist. So I, I just feel like I've been jamming to this album the entire year. So I wanted to wanted to see what you you both thought about it. All right, so I'm gonna go first and and I'm gonna give you guys a little background, right? So we got the you know the list hammered down to what we wanted to uh discuss a couple weeks ago. And I did not listen to this album until this week, right? I was I had no hope. I'm 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 it's hard for me to really like listen to new people. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't heard of him at all until you you suggested him, right? So Monday or Sunday, I'm sorry, I look at the uh, I look at the album. I don't listen to it, but I look at the, the track list. And then I see he has uh Jitty Jed, he has Six Black, he has Miguel. I'm like, okay, oh, um, and and uh, Nutty, whatever, Natty, Nutty. Um, mm-hmm. And so I was like, yo, if this dude is halfway decent, this is a, this is going to be a pretty good album because those are, are, are good artists, right? Um, and when I listened to it Monday, man, I am one of those people who have, who slept on him, and I was crazy to sleep on him this long. <laughs> this dude is super talented. And we're going to get into it more, but I was blown away. This is the first album in like two years that I've listened to, like from a new artist that just thoroughly impressed me. Right. The last one was 2018 um, West Side Boogie, Everything for Sale. I don't know if you've heard that Ooh, album. Oh, yes. Amazing yes. album. Right. <laughs> and this is the first album since that album, like the first new artist that I listened to, I was like blown away by. So I'm excited to, to get into the discussion because I, I genuinely have been listening to this album every day since I heard it Monday. Nice. Okay, so I guess I'm going to come in here and be the Debbie Downer. <laughs> Bet. All right, so me personally, uh, whenever he dropped this album, I just so happened to find it in the uh, browsing section, like when it first came out. Mm-hmm. And I played through it, and I downloaded about like three songs. I think it was the one with, uh, uh, what's the name? What's the name? Black? How do you pronounce that? Is it Slack or Black? It, it's Black, but I say Stick Slack. Me too. You know, but, you know, the trolls are spending come at us hard. <laughs> So yeah, I downloaded the one with Black. I think I downloaded the one uh, with Jid. And uh, I think that was it. But he dropped the deluxe, which messed me up too. Because then I couldn't remember like which one was legitimately uh, on his original album and which one was from his deluxe. But uh, overall, he, he's not a bad artist. Uh, he's definitely got like that down south uh, fling to him. Which is typically not my kind of sound unless you're like T.I. or Gucci Mane or something like that. That's real. Yeah, if you- if you've listened to the pod, you'll understand that she's not a, a down south uh, <laughs> fan. Not necessarily, you know? and which is fine. She, I, I'm, I'm working on her, guys. She's getting there. She's getting there, right? But yeah, I when I when I listened to him and I, I heard the southern nothing, I'm like, yeah, you may not, you may not mess with him. So yeah. I'm not surprised. Yeah. So and and he's a good artist, and I like it. Uh, I keep those couple songs downloaded. They come on here and there, but. For rotational purposes, I, I probably won't listen to this whole album again. But I do, I can see like your thought processes for the for the pick. Like I can appreciate that he actually does come out with some hard some hard lyrics, some good beats. And the weird thing about it is he reminds me of Teddy from ATL. <laughs> so I don't know if that's like throwing me 
<laughs> I respect that. I respect. That. I have to go back and listen to Teddy. I, I don't know any of his work. No, no, no. This is a uh, this is a, that movie ATO. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like no shit. Whenever Yo, he talks, you, that's what you I hear. Funny. <laughs> you funny. I mean, all right, that's funny. All right, okay, I give you that one. I appreciate that. it. Thank you. All right. But hey, let's do know. it. Track number Please. one. Remember. Y'all got it. I'm like a fly on the wall. I'm going to come in with, cu- <laughs> with questions and, and personal opinions here and there. But track one, remember, let's hey, do it. You're the veteran to this guy, so I'm going to let you take the first, you know, the first go around. Go ahead. So um, this first track, I, I really messed with this one because I thought that um, he he really set the tone for the type of album he was going to give us. Like, he came in hard flow-wise, but then he also came with, like, these kind of like passionate lyrics. He seems to be, you know, talking about, you know, the struggles and roadblocks that he, he, uh, that he had to overcome to get to where he is now. And now that he's, you know, got success and he's on his way to making it, um, he's not going to change because he remembers where he came from. I just, I just liked uh, the strong message that he started this album off with. I thought that his delivery was great. And I thought that the production and like, you know, how heavy the bass was in this one. It just like really set the tone musically for like, okay, this is gonna be this is gonna be a nice album. So yeah, I, I really mess with the intro. So I'm I'm a big intro an intro guy when it comes to lyrical albums. Mm-hmm. Or like just any album that I'm trying to di- digest as a whole, right? So if I'm listening to from track one to track whatever the last track. Uh, the intro to me is is the tone setter. It's the one that gives me an idea of where the artist is going for, mm-hmm. you know, for the for the album. If it's if it's someone who who, who thinks about that, some people just like just drop random music. But he gave me a really great tone setter of an intro. Like you knew from track one where he was going, and he kept with that theme throughout the album, which I really appreciated because he told that story and he, he kept it. Um, it was it was digestible if that makes sense, right? So you yeah. knew where he was going with it, and he kept it. And not only did he keep it, he he built on it. And we're gonna get into it with the next track, but this intro literally was a tone center for the for the second track, then the third track, and it just kept building, right? And I I remember you you brought this up to me one time, so you were like you listen to the two chain two chains album, and you just like got that disgusted face, like ugh, because it was so hard. <laughs> Yeah. This intro, this intro didn't give me that. It was a, a great intro, right? The lyrics he told you exactly what was coming, but it set up that uh face in the next two or three songs that just amazed me. But so I'm with you on this, and this was a great intro for sure. And I'm really hyped about this album. Like, dog, I've been bumping it every day. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've been texting me telling me, yo, this dude is this dude is nice. Right. And it started oh, off you know the what? intro. I, so yeah, like I said, I came into it with nothing, and he 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 really, I won't say he won me off the first one because the second one's when he won, but he got my attention. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, for an intro, that's what you're supposed to do, and he came with bars, right? Absolutely. So I, I really I could not ask for a better intro from from somebody I had nothing I knew nothing about. So he he gave he you gave you I, a, I can a, agree with that. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just saying I can agree with that. He he really did set the tone, like you guys are saying, like you knew what you were getting. It's no no mishap. So he he dropped a little like a little bar first song. He was like, um, for me this is when he got me. He was like, I remember riding dirty with my gas gauge broken, and I didn't know that bitch was riding on E. I was like, yo, that's my life right there. <laughs> I had the Honda, the twenty, the nineteen ninety nine Honda, 
gas gauge broke and riding dirty. So I, he got me at that bar. I was like, all right, this is going to be a great intro. And then psh, psh, kept going. But yeah, I want to give that bar because that bar really, that, that hit me. The, the whole song really hit me, but that one was like, all right, you, talk, you saying something. You saying something. You know, I wish I could remember too, like what month he dropped it. If, I don't know if you guys know, but I just remember listening to this like, uh, obviously during coronavirus, but like during the time when it was one of those things where you have to literally stay in the house. So all you got is, you know, your music and whatever else keeps you fucking sane. Yeah, absolutely. So when I'm when I was listening to this and, and rolling through in it, that uh, one time when I was browsing it on Apple, I was like, okay, this dude is nice. You can clearly see that, you know, he's he's been practicing his craft. And uh, I didn't. One thing I didn't do, which I normally do, is check his his other like pieces of work. And I realized today that this isn't his his debit album. He had another album that dropped in like 2016. And I'm gonna have to check that out after this. Yeah, uh, it was called Good. He's um he's supposed to be doing like a trilogy, Good, Better, Best. Um, and so Good, I think was it was either an EP or a mixtape. I don't remember. But then he um he signed to a label and then he put out Better as like his his first studio project. Um, and then I guess Best is gonna be the last one. But I feel like I read in an interview that he wanted best to be like the last project he puts out so i feel like uh he'll probably drop some stuff in between there and then i I guess he wants to retire on that best album i don't know i don't know how practical that'll be but we'll see as a new fan he can't do that idea no 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 no, no. terrible idea as a new fan nah dog you gotta keep it so i i saw those and i downloaded them but i haven't gone back and listened to them because i still been bumping this one but there's no way you can just put that next album and be done. No. Nah. Yeah, no. Nah, no way. No way. Not right, after so our new is. deal either. I got to see like how old he is and stuff. He's like 27, 27. Yeah, yeah, he's young. I, I, I was like, yo, this dude, is, he, he can't be that. He's big. He spent some shit. So he was like, yes, he was like 27, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Okay. But hey, man, he about to come in, get the deal, get the bag and go. Can't blame <laughs> Nah, nah. The, you can tell this dude really, really cares about his crowd. So I don't, I don't think he'd just go right. Well, I mean, I hope, I don't know him, but I hope he stick around for a while. I really like this dude, man. Crazy. All right. So after that first intro, he, he came with uh, the second song, or the second, um, yeah, the second song of this project. And this is the one with G.I.D., right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The I, I Got Money. And so I, I, I'm going to let you go first, but okay. this is my, probably my favorite song. That I'm... Yeah, I think... Um... I feel like a lot of people, a lot of a lot of new people to Deontay Hitchcock um, came into this song for Jig because, you know, Jig's been heating up for a while now. You yeah. know, Dreamville released their compilation last year and Jig was like one of the main MVPs off that project. Like everybody knows at Dreamville, he's next up. Um, but I sure. feel like Deontay made sure that, you know, you came for Jig, but you're going to stay for me. Like he made sure that he went just as hard as Jid did. And I honestly feel like he had that that mindset for every song with a feature because he knows that he got features that are like bigger than him. Like almost all of his features are names that, you know, been in the game for longer than he has. So I feel like he stepped up his game on each of those songs because he wanted to show all the people who's coming hearing him for the first time that they got to listen to the rest of his project. Um this song is dope. The energy, the vibe that comes off of this is insane. Both of them flowing crazy. Um, Jid is an incredible feature artist, you know, on top of his, his solo work, his flows, his cadences. Um, 
but I think I think Deontay held his own as well on this song with Jay. It's it's a real fun song, especially with that like vocal loop in the background and all of that. So yeah. And and that was the first thing I actually uh, wrote down in my notes. I was like, yo, the, the beat, I got the ill face as soon as I got like heard this beat. I was like, yo. <laughs> and then he, he started spinning. And like you said, it was a fun song, but he was spinning some real lyrics behind this up, just like dope beat. Definitely. And so I, I really I really appreciated that he, he gave you like he, he gave you some some levity with the beat, but he also gave you some raw, like real life bars. And I really appreciated that, right? Cause it's really tough to do that. It's hard. It's, it's, it's one of the things that people don't like about J. Cole. They, they feel like he's preaching to them or, you know, he's boring. I think he found a good way to give you a up-tempo, hard beat, but still rap in a, in a very conscious way, gave you some, some real material. And um, so I, I really, I really fucked with that. Um, he, the, the bar that really got me, he was like, I ain't had no money to help my mama. Um, she was frustrated. started looking back at the fact, like we just made a story. Like that's some real shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I really appreciate that. So he gave you that, but it was like, you still bobbing to it. And then with Jed, Jed just gave you Jed, right? <laughs> like Jed, Jed got that, that down South swagger. He's, he's from Atlanta. He, he gives you that every time. Right. So I, I really, I really messed with that. To, uh, he had a, I, I've been ducking shit off my bucket list. I thought that was a double up. Right? Like that's some, that's some Jiddy Jed swag mm-hmm. type of shit. Like Jake could spit. And like you said, this dude held his own. Not, I, there was no one who won. They both came in. They both talked their shit, and it was just a great track because they both went bar for bar, and it was a, it was just a great song. This was my I, I said this was my favorite song, but to be honest, this one attitude and how the uh, how the fuck the, the three way tie for me. You said you like, said uh, which ones was a three way tie? Uh, I got uh, I got money now attitude and how the, the next three songs on the album. Oh okay this is, okay. This yeah they they they're talking like I. But this is the one because after the intro, like I said, he he said it. This is where he dunked it. This is where he like he he followed through with the intro and then he he just killed it. Mm-hmm. And I respect that. I respect I respect the way he took it, and I, I really appreciate it. Like I said, the bars, are, the rhythm of it. Yeah. Um. So track track three, attitude, young nudy. I'm, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that dude's name right. Yeah, I think it's I'm young sure. nudy. Yeah. All right. What'd you think of it? Um, man. So. <laughs> This song, it, it always catches me off guard because like uh, most of the songs that I have saved in like my my playlists are like more of the like lyrical ones. So stuff like I remember, um, I think mm-hmm. stuff like flashbacks later on, Shadow Man's interlude. So this one, when, I, when I'm listening to the actual album straight through and I listen to like random songs in my playlist, it always catches me off guard because I feel like like energy wise, it's one of the hardest songs on the project. And Deontay, I think, really showed his versatility on this one because if you for sure, if you really just listen to like kind of like the even like the first two tracks or like some of his other music, you may not know that he can he can do this. <laughs> like him, like first of all, the beat reminded me of like some juicy J shit. Like it was yep. like like and then the synth that he had in there also kind of felt like some West Coast stuff. So it was like a real mesh of like musical sounds that like instantly click with people. Um, really good production. And then he came through with the flow, some clever wordplay. And then Young Nudie, who I don't know a lot about him. I've heard like maybe two or three verses from him. Um, but he he really seemed to just be like fucking around on his verse. Like, like not even like he was trying, <laughs> but it still felt like like both of them together had a good chemistry. 
so so yeah i really i really like this song as a as a quick turn up song so i'm i feel exactly where you're coming from like like this is a song that any, anybody could, could vibe to that anybody would like instantly be attracted to mm-hmm. but i feel like th- so when i told you i didn't, didn't want to listen to this album this is what i was expecting but yeah. not not as well put together if that makes gotcha. any sense so when, when he gave when this came on i was like okay this is this is what more i, I was thinking in my head this was going to be but then no like he he, he put it, he, it was what i thought it was but he made it better just by his flow mm-hmm. and the chemistry he had with, with like nutty didn't didn't give you hard bars right but it gave you but because he, he I've, I've heard him spit before but he gave you just enough and then hitchcock man he he switched it up and he killed it too which is it amazed me this track this was the track that showed like all right I, he he has that bag into because he's from, he's from Atlanta, so he gives you that same that, that that bag, but he did it in a way that still felt true to the album and what the album was supposed to be about, right? Yeah. I, I don't think this is just it's, it's it's supposed to be what it is, and I think he held true to that, and I appreciate it. And it was a great song. Like I said, this is this one is tied like my one of my favorite tracks. Okay. So hey, did you hear uh, what you think about Attitude Sway? Give me something. What song is it's that? It's called uh, Nutty. Uh, Young track Nitty. three. Okay. Track three. Uh, yeah, I got nothing. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> okay. Cool. But I do That's know who good, I do know good. who that is, and uh, I've been trying to get into uh, Young Nudie's uh, music just because I keep seeing a lot of people repost, and I haven't gotten a chance to really like dig through his uh, his drops. So the thing with him is he kills features. I've never heard a song by him that I enjoy. <laughs> Solo, yeah. but every every feature he's on, he killed. Like I completely agree. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't, I, I don't know. Maybe he just hasn't put out that project yet. But when I see a, a feature by him, I'm like, okay, this this it's gonna be better because he's on it. And yeah. I'm good as a feature. That's what you need. Yeah, because I um, so he was on like two or three tracks from the Dreamville compilation last year. Yep. And so I was like, okay, like, so just off the fact alone that they gave him multiple verses on the project, I was like, okay, so somebody, somebody of power is fucking with this dude. So I like, <laughs> I went to listen to one of his albums because everybody was talking about it. Let me see the name of it. It actually came out in February. It was called Anyways. And so yeah. I listened to it and I was like, man, I'm not really messing with this at all. <laughs> I was like, I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> I had I had the same the exact same uh, this inclination you did. I, I listened to them like all right, let's see what it's about. And no, <laughs> they're no. just trying to push it. They're just like yo, hey, yeah. we need to put him on. He get a he lot of love a, in the street. He needs to do a Ty Dolla Sign to make a feature album. I'm telling you, you yes. kill it. But solo dog, nah, nah, not yet. <laughs> maybe maybe. Not for me, at least, because he probably has a bunch of fans that, that love him. That's what I'm saying. The streets yeah. love him, but I, I don't know. Yeah, he ain't for me. Personally, <laughs> yeah, not for me either. You know what I'm saying? Which, it's okay. You know, move on. Yeah. Um, oh, one side note. I do respect, um, I'm just looking at all the features, and I realize that every feature he's got on this album, besides Miguel, they're all from Atlanta or from or the Georgia area. So yeah. I respect him for... Um, for really, you know, staying local and like, you know, collaborating with the homies from his hometown, like Young Nudie's from ATL, Jizz from ATL, Blacks from ATL, 
uh, on flashbacks, St. Beauty, they're like a neo-soul duo. They're from Atlanta. And then he had Young Baby Tate uncredited on one of the songs. I can't even think of the name of it now. But she's from ATL, too. So he, you know, he really stayed true and was like, yo, I'm going to put on, you know, all the people from my city. So I respect that. That's pretty dope. I, honestly, I don't know if it's it's him putting on for the city or I think, like, I know for a fact, Black, he's, he's really big on, like, those artists around his age. They, they all work mm-hmm. together. But I don't, I don't know if he, he was big enough to be able to get a, a different feature, if that makes sense. So maybe yeah, he had to yeah. he had to stay local, which worked out perfectly for this album. Yeah, and you know what? Actually, now that I think about it, so the recording sessions for the Dreamville, uh, like the ten day recording sessions they did for the compilation "Revenge of the Dreamers Three, mm-hmm. was in Atlanta, and I know Deontay Hitchcock was there because he was on a Dreamville song. I know Black was there. I know Jid was there, obviously. Mm. So he, I bet he got a lot of these features when he was there working for the album. He was probably, yo, let's come in this room. Let's work on something. Let me see if I can get a feature. Like, I bet he he hooked up with a lot of these people there. Um, now I got to go back and look to see where he was on. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, not, yeah, he, I didn't, I didn't realize think about he was that on either. that album. Yeah, he had... Oh, PTSD? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I gotta go back and listen to that now because I don't I don't remember hearing him on that. And I, I have that song downloaded actually. That's crazy. Hmm. That's crazy. He out here putting just, actual just, factuals on us, bro. <laughs> Yo, that's, yeah, and that I, that's crazy. Hmm. Look, I've been listening to this dude. And I don't even know. Never mind. I'm not new to this guy. So I've been here for two years. <laughs> You've been a solid fan. <laughs> exactly. I've been out here. <laughs> All right, so. This next track, right? How TF. I know you like this song, Sway, so I need you to give me a little something. It's going with Black. <laughs> okay. Uh, so. I do I do like this song, and this is one of the songs that I downloaded because uh, for whatever reason at the time, I felt like it was really relatable just for for a lot of people, including myself. You know what I mean? Like, he's giving you... The wordplay isn't, like, something crazy, sensational, right? But it's it's real lyrics. You know what I mean? Like, he's mm-hmm. rapping to you. Almost kind of like a maybe like an old school J Cole, yes, old school exactly Kendrick. You know what I mean? Like he's he's really giving you the real, and I respected that. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, the main thing I wrote for this song is one: I love the vibe of it. He's got some deep personal, you know, raps about love here, and then the flow reminded me of old school J Cole, especially on the hook. Like it just. Something about the way his voice sounded, it just like kind of clicked for me. It was like, ooh, this sounds exactly like how J. Cole was sounding like back in the day. Um, so, I mean, off that alone, <laughs> I like this song. But then, you know, just the way him and Black were were flowing so easy, I was like, yeah, this is one of the best ones on the album. And that, that's what to me stood out was he, he changed the tone up a little bit, but it meshed really well because of, of Black, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it's a credit to him that he, he can actually – hold his own with some great you know like artists yeah right there's a lot of there's a lot of people that get on track with black and just get eaten up by him right like younger <laughs> dudes and jed for sure like the, you can look at a couple of jazz songs and he, he ate them dudes up but this song i i think my favorite like like my favorite reason i love it so much is because it was, it was a personal relatable track like like you said way he gave you what i think at some point we all can can feel about like yo I'm it's hard, especially like in the black 
I mean, I don't want to get too deep, but like it's hard to see love or, or be in a marriage when a lot of people get divorced. So you don't really see that. Mm-hmm. So that's me is what I got from it. it was like, how, like, yeah, I felt that before. Like, how am I supposed to love this woman or be you know, in a marriage? And I'm pretty sure I'm just learning what, what it feels like to be in love or be, you know what I'm saying? So I really related to the song a lot. I really enjoyed it. Six Lack killed it as always. Definitely. That dude does stay hot. Like he don't he don't take no days off. <laughs> I don't know if I ever heard Mr. <laughs> no, he's saying saying. And I just started listening to him like two years ago. It's crazy. He's been out for a while. Yes, I remember I was bumping him really hard on uh when I first got to the boat. Mm-hmm. I forget what that project was called, well, he, but it's dope. He threw me off. He was like six. Like I was like, "You're stupid. I'm not listening to you." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh shit, dope." And then he, he had the, then he had the nerve to get like mad on songs when people like wasn't calling him black. It's like, but like, how am I supposed to know, bro? <laughs> yeah, you put a six there, bro. Like, ain't no other circle. Uh, it's a six. That's like I think it's it was that song with Jesse. What that spell? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That song with Jesse, yeah. I forgot what it's called. He was like, "Hi, my name is oh, Black," yeah. but sometimes people oh, call, yeah. me call me Six Lack. Like, I don't mind because they stubborn. There's no, your name is Six Lack, right? <laughs> it's I'm gonna pronounce it the way it sounds, or it's, it's spelled Six Lack. Exactly. It's like if I've only heard your music and you don't ever say your own name in your music, what am I supposed to do? Hundred <laughs> percent. Now I gotta guess. Exactly. Now you're mad at me. This is weird. <laughs> right. <laughs> But I love your music, though. So, right, right, right. Like, yo, hot. keep dropping. <laughs> but you, I mean, this is always going to be his name. <laughs> All right. So the next song we got, Flashbacks. This one threw me off, right? Because I saw the Miguel feature, and I never, I, I don't know who the, you said Saint Beauty? or Yeah, they're, uh, it's two women. They're a neo-soul, like, group uh, from ATL. Lovos. Did not know who they were, but I wasn't expecting this song. This is where this is where I had to really pay attention and listen. I had listened to this song twice when I first heard it, right? Because mm-hmm. I wanted to I wanted to catch everything he was saying. Because by this point, I knew he had a message, and I I was fairly confident I knew what the message was. Mm-hmm. But I really wanted to make sure I got every bit of information I could. Because like I said, I've only listened to it for a week, and I'm sure there's so much that I don't know about this album. But I wanted to to get as much as I want. And this is where I, I really thought. All right, let me let me let me listen to this one again. And so yeah. I did. And he, he got deep, deep, deep with this one. He really did. <laughs> um and, yeah. One of the it was it's some it's some bars in the first verse alone where I was like, Oh, oh you you really like you got really got something to say. Like he said yes. it's it started when he said, I need some straightforward answers because I've been living backwards. Can't feel the pastor when he talked about upcoming rapture. Preaching money yes. is the root of all evil, but ask for money after. So coming up, we ain't have it to give, but we still gave it. The church was making a killing of our little savings. I was like, yo, oh, so yo. he 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 really coming with it. <laughs> that is literally the bar I wrote down. That is yo, literally the bar I wrote down. <laughs> me too, bro. <laughs> that was the one thing I was looking at. I was like, yo, he came with the flamethrower. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. All right. You you ain't holding no punches. Um, and so I, I respected him for you know. On his debut studio album, a lot of people play it safe. They don't they don't take a lot of like lyrical chances or like have those serious messages in their debut because they trying to, you know, just they're not trying to scare people away or whatever. But I respect him 
for for coming in with the the dope flow and the potent subject matter. Um, Miguel and Saint Beauty held it down on the hook. Yeah, um, it was just a it was just a really heartfelt song. I really felt that. So the one the the little line that got me, he he said um, something about I got a home girl Vince, that everything you see is a trick or an illusion or something something close mm-hmm. to that. And I, I want to know if you guys have someone in your life that's like that because I know I do, and it could be frustrating. But the way the way he he did it, he was like sometimes I entertain it, and I think it's I and I know that thing is dangerous. Mm-hmm. But I was like, yo, that I know I know people like that. You feel me? And so Absolutely. like I said, this is why I I had to give this a playback after I heard it because uh, he he gave you those really like personal details mm-hmm. and this is this is the this is the part of the album like i said i had to, I, this is where I, I started pin pins like, okay this dude not only is can he flow he's giving you real content. and i appreciate it so much dog like, this is why i'm like okay this is i'm a fan of his now right this song right. Like, i am a, i am a fan of his and i i agree with that too uh yeah. in my notes i was listening to this song again and i was like yo between the songs that i did download this isn't one of them I just don't think I gave it enough playtime the first go around. Mm. But this mm-hmm. is actually probably either number one or number two of my favorite songs. Mm-hmm. Which, which is understandable because you, this isn't, this doesn't have the beat like the first three or four songs have. This is just flow. Yeah. Right. So it's just lyrics. So you, you actually have to pay attention. And the only reason like I said, I, I, I I like lyrics, right? So I, I listen. So when I heard certain things he said, he said that, and then not not come think of it, he said something about the TDE session. So I should have known. Oh yeah, yeah, the, yeah that the, went right over my head, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so the fact that I didn't I didn't even catch that, I was like, right, see, I got to go back and listen to it again, right? <laughs> so <laughs> I I can get where you're coming from. Like this this went unnoticed for you because it wasn't. You can't go from track one, two, three, and then this one, and then if you're not really paying attention, you, you'd miss it. You really would. You're like, this isn't for me, and skip the song. Yep, and that is exactly what happened. If you haven't heard this album, do not skip this song. Don't skip this song. This is a great song. Do not make the same mistake as me. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I mean, true. Yeah, like oh man, but this this is this is literally the 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 point of the album where and Miguel killed it. Like he, all right, he didn't give you that Miguel like Lotus Flower Bomb, just those kind of vocals, but he still gave you that nice you know harmony. Yeah, and whoever those the same beauty people are, yo, I love your voices. <laughs> Facts. Yeah, I, I I I didn't even realize they they had credit on the album. I, like I was just, I just saw Miguel, and then that was that was it. But yeah, those yeah, phenomenal job. It was it was a good song, you know. And, and this is what I this is what I needed to just to sit back and get another opinion because now there's a there's a couple of things I can appreciate more than I did before. Yeah. Okay, so honestly, I'm going to give you guys a cue. The next uh, track we're going to talk about is Give Me Your Money, and I don't like it. Like, I like it, but I don't like it. Bro, I hate it. I think it sounds like City Girls, and I'm not a fan of City Girls. Sorry to anybody. There. Yeah, but, but li- right, right. I'm with you, but listen to the lyrics. Like, I, I'm not a fan of it, but like, he, he, how do I explain it? I guess he's giving you... I don't know. I, don't, I, don't, I guess he's giving I you that sound that people like, but he's put some undercover lyrics into it. But the problem is I couldn't get past like the first 60 seconds because <laughs> it just sounded like straight up city girls shenanigans. 
I am I am with both of y'all. Like I when I first heard this this um this album, like for the very first time, I almost skipped this song. Like I was like I was I was trying to be like, no, I can't do it. I need to just like listen to the whole album straight through. But like my finger was on the button. It was right there. Um, <laughs> at the same time, like I, I see what he's trying to do. Like like one, he came right off of flashbacks with this song. So it was it was almost like he was like, yo, I got a little deep there. Let's get the energy back up so we can finish out this album. Um, he brought in <laughs> young baby Tate, um, who was also at the Dreamville session. So I bet they did this there. Like I bet they came up with this song there. They was probably just having okay. fun with it. He was like, "I'm gonna put so this song." So she was on. He was uncredited. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Was she was uncredited. Okay. 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 Gotcha. Um. But yeah, you know, it was like, okay. I mean, I see you. You, you know, making a song with your Atlanta faithful. But yeah, I don't. This one doesn't ever get played for me. <laughs> no. So so he, so at this point of this album, to me, he had a little bit of a. Uh, credibility so mm-hmm. in my mind i'm like he's trying to like show them how dumb they sound mm. but that's just me reaching but I, I feel like i don't know it made sense in my head but he could have just been like you said just to, to bring the energy back up after flashbacks which is a great like it's, it's a great point it's a great way to do like bring it back mm-hmm. so i mean but that, I mean, it might be playing playing to the masses you know what i'm saying uh i do i wonder why he he didn't credit uh this artist because yeah. I know a lot of people do it sometimes. You don't put the person on there. But I would imagine if you're an uh, undercover artist, you know, you want some uh, some little bit of shine, you'd want to have that credit on there. Yeah, especially because she, you know, she handles so much of the song. Like, people are going to want to know who she is. So, like, why not just put her in the credit? See, so, yeah, I don't understand that either. Yeah, so that's, that's a little weird to me. I wonder. I'm going to have to read up and see if there's any, <laughs> anything about that. But, yeah, yeah, I I couldn't get with this song. And I'll have to go back now just to see if I missed something. But yeah, I could not get past the first you didn't. seconds. You, yeah, maybe, I don't think you did, honestly. Nah. But I mean, maybe. Who knows? All right. So we're going to skip right over that one. <laughs> and, look, and so like, like I like what you just said, how, how he tried to bring the tempo back up. I think he should have did it with circles. Because the circles had that same, like, just, just more upbeat vibe to it. Mm-hmm. It didn't and compromise it came, anything. It didn't. I like circles. And I think, yeah, it flowed a lot better. Well, not flowed, but like, I wouldn't have, like wanted to skip it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. completely agree. Yep. So yeah, like, like, so circle comes on and it's the the running around we go. I don't know where that where he got that sample from, but he got it from something that I know, and it's just been racking my brain trying to figure out where, where he got that from. But I know I've heard. Do you guys know by chance? I don't. I don't. I, don't but I, I feel the exact don't. same way. Running around we go. It's, it's. I know I have. He got. He sampled it from somewhere. I don't know what it is. But when I heard that, I was like, okay, this this is familiar. The beat was, was nice. And so he had me around and around we go. And then he started speaking about late nights on the road. And and this is when he starts to show, like, all right, I'm broke. I'm trying to get it. It's starting, it's starting to crank up a little bit. But, like, mm-hmm. I'm showing you how it was right before the the money comes in and how the old checks. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And this is where he starts to get his, his, his bag. Like, this is a story, people, and this is where the, the, the come up, I guess you could say, starts to come in just a little bit. Yeah. And so I really enjoyed the song. He he gave you a, a nice beat with it, but it was still it, it stayed true to the album. It stayed it it's it it told the story, continued the story in a way that I thought was really really nice. It was yeah. like from I guess I guess he was he was speaking on his girl in a way, like 
I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like, it was like Ronnie and Robert go. So he started off with like the girl talking about like she like I don't know, like that when they were down and out, right? And they, mm-hmm. they fuck and they fight and all that good shit and they make up. And then pretty soon we'll be back to the same old shit, all that good stuff. But I feel like it was it was a great way to continue the album. Yeah. Again, I'm with you. This is just my feelings. No, yeah, I can I completely agree. Um I thought the production was really good. Um he had one yes. dude produce the entire album, which I always think Ooh. that's a, a great idea because when you can have one producer just like feel the vibe and get the theme that you're going for and you can produce your entire album. I feel like it's a lot easier to get consistent tracks, cohesive projects. Um, so I don't know. Do if, you know who, who produced it? Uh, what's his wrong. name? His name is Brandon Phillips Taylor. I don't know if he's like just one of his homies from around the way that he linked okay. up with and they just started making good music. But yeah, he's, he's produced the entire project. Phenomenal job. Phenomenal yeah. job, really dude. Besides Great that job. one song, a good a good selection <laughs> of ten tracks. <laughs> Again, we didn't like the song. Somebody built out there probably did, right? So this is the song that last song, like <laughs> the, the song you bashing. That's the song I'll put on for my wife. Maybe she'd like it, right? That's that's <laughs> something I would do. You know what I'm saying? That's real. That. <laughs> the only thing I didn't like with this track is surprisingly the hook, but it makes I know, sense. I knew you were gonna say the hook. I yeah, it makes sense of why he chose it. Obviously, with the song title and yeah. going. But yeah, the hook wasn't but it, wasn't it for me. But it's so relatable though. Because don't you like don't you like when you when you into that real like just that, that argument that just does not want to go away. Yeah, and you just and you just feel like you're loop. going back and forth, and it's round and round we go like so. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't know where the fuck he got that round and round we go from, but I know it, and I'm <laughs> gonna find out, and I'm gonna you know report back to you guys but, <laughs> very well. <laughs> <laughs> the navy and you got it <laughs> chill 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 it's all life all life but yeah man I, I so i enjoyed it again he's, he's giving you what i feel like is a great song mm-hmm. is this the one where which was the song that he um <laughs> he did the skit where he was like the tow truck oh that's um the coming up that might be the next one, yeah. Okay, because that's what I want to talk about. I... <laughs> All right, so go ahead, go ahead, let's go to the next one. <laughs> so um, this was Shadow Man's interlude. Um, lyrically, I think this is my favorite song off the project. Um, mm. Something about something about the beat, like the beat was real, like like minimal, like there wasn't a lot going on. It was like maybe like a synth, like kind of going through the entire song, but. It was almost a little like haunting and it, it had a lot of build up to it. Like it felt it was leading to a, a crazy beat drop that never came. Um, and so I just felt like the production like gave Deontay all the space to just like to just really rap. Um, and like he flowed so insane on this. Like it's, you can you can barely hear him take a breath. It's almost like he did this in one take. Like the flow was crazy. The lyrics was dope. I like how intense his delivery got as the song went on. Like something about this song when I first heard it, it was just like, "Oh yeah, I'm saving this immediately." This is one of my favorites. Yeah, the first first word that came to mind, and the only word I really wrote down for this song was lyrical exercise. Yeah, he came in and he he gave you like like you said bars on a. a I love the beat though. It was a beat that I think a, a Cole would like would, would rap off and kill. 
Yep. Right. And he he did just that to me. He came on and lyrical exercise. He just he just flowed and it was it was great. I yeah, this is this is for sure one of my favorite songs on the album, also just for like rapping purposes. You mm-hmm. feel me? This is a song that I can go back to and listen and, and still get something like I, I really listen to the bar, so it's something I can still get from like I know I I haven't scratched the surface on what he said on this one. I just got like the shit that he really wanted you to hear. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure there's some like there's some like um hidden messages in there that I, I didn't know. I know one part they called me, he said uh, something about Trayvon. Yeah, uh, life. I lived twice like James Bond. I was like, okay, wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so like that, like I, I'm sure he really wanted that to pop. So I, I definitely heard that. There was there was a, another one about Marshawn Lynch or, or something like that. I, I need to go back and, and listen to it again and, and to fully grasp it. So that was good. Good. Go ahead. No, no, I'm, I'm good. I was gonna say, uh, so it's an interlude, right? And typically, when you have an interlude, that's like getting you ready for the next track. But I really, unless I missed it, I didn't see the, like the correlation between this and the next track. Yeah, it was. Well, it was. It was almost like, yeah, like he didn't use it. Use this interlude like most people usually use it. Like it's almost like he was like, all right, let me take a break from like the the like the fun we've been having or like the it's, it's like he was like let me take a break to just show you how crazy i can rap like almost almost like an interlude for me to like show out for a second and then we'll get back into this like you know kind of sentimental stuff. yeah yeah <laughs> no I, I got a different feel from that honestly. i feel like shadow man is like kind of like his alter ego where he's just Ooh. spitting in, in booth hard bars that's what I got from it, like, because he, he switched it up and it wasn't just conscious. He was just like spitting, like, lyrical mm-hmm. exercise. So I feel I like, like Shadow Man might, might be, you know, that, that, all right, I'm going to give you guys straight bars and show you what I'm really working. That's what I got from it. I mean, the but name. It wasn't like, like, but it wasn't like you said, um, it wasn't a normal interlude at all, which I really, I enjoyed because I, I was expecting like a skit or something mm-hmm. or some, something kind of like towards that, 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 you know, side of it. And then he gave you this, and then that that beginning bar like it didn't drop. It was like ah, I, I'm terrible, yeah. but I enjoyed it. But I, that's what I think. The thing is, might be like an awesome. You go just like right, I'm about to spit serious mm-hmm. now. Yeah, but, I think that's yeah, that's probably it. I think that's a good idea. That is a good idea. It makes <laughs> sense too, like you said, Shadow Man. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the, I, yeah, so I, I don't want to give all the the bars away because I haven't fully like digested them all but he has some some you know nice like like nice lines on this song so if you guys haven't listened to it check it out um lyrically this it won't get any better than this it's not on this album not at all mm-hmm. oh yeah that's the last song okay. it's all good but uh what, what yeah. that take us into that took us into the next track which was growing up slash mother god mm-hmm. and uh mother. oh yeah i i actually did enjoy that and I enjoyed the the breakdown with the Mother God part. Yeah. Very relatable. Very relatable. Like, so I wanna I wanna I wanna read what I wrote at first, right? Because this is off the first listen, and then I, I went back and listened to it days and days and days. And then I, I was completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hit it. Right. So when I first my first the first listen, right, I was like, I like how he raps and it's just uh, he, he he conspicuously just refers to God as a woman and he keeps rapping and then towards the end of the song he feels uh, he explains that he feels like God's a woman. That was completely wrong. 
like I, I felt like that when I first listened to it, then I went back and then I listened to it again. And then he described how, like, how could you not see your mom doing amazing shit and not think God's a woman? So I was completely wrong about just that breakdown off the initial listen. And I, to me, that, that song, that, that was incredible. Because for me, I, I was really paying attention to it. I'm like, okay, now I got this song. This is a dope song. Because like, this isn't the first time we've heard an artist refer to God as a woman, right? I remember Rhapsody did it a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Before her, Abso did it with, a, I want to say, These Days album. Yeah. Really alluded to God being a woman. So it, it wasn't anything that I, I hadn't heard before. So I was like, all right, I got it. Cool. But then I went back and listened to it, and I see how he, he kind of like, like paid homage to his mom. Like I, it hit me because I love my mom. You know, I, I love the women in my life. So yeah, I, I wanted to show you guys how wrong I was <laughs> and to, to find the, the deeper meaning, which I really enjoyed. Yeah. I, um, I felt like I, I, re- I did like the first half of the song, the growing up part, but mm-hmm. I feel like the mother God part outshined everything. Cause once, By once far. that like beat switched, and then he really started flowing into it. I was like, oh, this is this is it right here. Like the the piano that was leading, like the the melody of that as he just expressed love for all the women in his life. It was it was it's one of the most sincere songs that I think he has, sincere and like genuine songs he has on the album. Like it's like real sentimental. Uh to the point that like I thought it was gonna be the album closer. I was surprised that we got another track after this, because I was like, he could have ended the album on that and it would have been that would have been a good a good end to the project, um, but yeah, I, I really did did like the song, especially the second half. Yeah, the, the mother God is as good as it, it gets as far as like just just bearing your love for for someone like that, right? Yeah, we've 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 heard artists show love for their mom, but that to me it really touched me. Like especially going back and listening to it again, and then and realizing what he was doing and what he was actually doing instead of just assuming he was doing what so many people have done before him. Mm-hmm. I, I really enjoyed him deviating from the norm and I really, I really appreciated it. Yeah. Great song. Great he put song. his heart out there, especially on a, on what's supposed to be, I guess his debit like studio e- album. Yeah. So mad respect yeah. for that. Hey, I, don't, I don't know how y'all feel about your mom, but like after I heard that song, I come my mom like, yo, thank you. <laughs> right. Cause yep. like, yeah. I, I promise you I did. It's, it's in my phone because, yeah, it, that song touched me in that way. Mm-hmm. Second or third time I listened to it. No, that's dope, man. Especially when yeah. artists when artists can touch you like that. Yeah. I see you really fuck with this album. I'm, I'm impressed. God, I'm, I, my God. Like I said, best album, best new artist album I've heard since like two years. And I've listened to a lot of music in the past two years. Yeah, I'm definitely impressed. I'm impressed by that. So now I gotta go back again, try and listen to it. Please do. I'm. T- I saw. I'm trying to tell you, dog. Like this is a good album. It's it's this definitely good. good. I guess it's just the way it's like hitting me. Maybe it's his delivery. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. But it's it's a good art. He's a good artist. He's got great wordplay, and I definitely would put him on other people. But like in terms of like spinning it rotationally for his delivery, me it's just eh. Oh, that's another thing for me too, right? So. Like we do this thing where we, we talk about how many songs you've downloaded from my album. And I got every song on this album downloaded except for that that chick one that give me your money. <laughs> Everyone's downloaded. And I'm listening. I, I get in the car and I start on track one and I turn off my random. I, I usually have random on and just play all my music. Cut off the random and I listen to it from track one to the last song. Dedication. 
Yeah, no, it's, it's just a good album. Good album, man. Solid. Solid. So on that note, then, that takes us to the last track. Mm-hmm. Right? Angels. What what y'all think about that? Um, I thought I thought it was a good way to close out the album. Um, he set out on this album to introduce himself to the world. I think murder the flows, the bars, collaborate. You know, with his Atlanta homies, tell his story. And I thought this was another song that did a good job of uh, showing him reflecting on his journey and the blessings that he have he, that he has. Um, the bonus track at the end, it seemed like he just wanted to go out like get let the album go out on something fun um so that would caught me off guard but the production was still dope and he was flowing crazy um but yeah i think it was you know just some like a nice end to a complete package for this album same same i the beat threw me off a little bit but I, like my second and third going to listen to it i i really enjoyed it as an outro mm-hmm. like you said it, it could have ended the track earlier and it would have been perfect but this one just gave a little extra i really enjoyed it and <laughs> the last part was was like you said, just, just show his his like lighter side, his more like sense of humor, mm-hmm. which he gave it throughout this whole album. Like we we glossed over the that that joke he did, which was hilarious to me when I first heard. Oh, it. I was in the car like seven in the morning, and he said, well, we, <laughs> he said something about yo we found we found a dead toe, and you know it was like what dead toe, what dead toe, and he was like you call the police. He's like no, we called a tow truck, and I died laughing, and I'm <laughs> going to use that joke. Probably tonight on my wife. <laughs> Let us know what happens. <laughs> right? Because, yeah, we glossed over that, but I really enjoyed that part. Like, that was unexpected, but it was hilarious and just kind of showed who he was. Mm-hmm. And I, I really enjoyed that. I, I didn't want to gloss over that. That's one thing I had in my notes. So I, for some reason, I skipped. That to me was a good one. There was another interlude that I really enjoyed too. Um, not interlude, I'm sorry. A sketch. I can't remember what, uh, what track it was on. And like, oh, it was it was after how the how the TF when he was like, um, she was like, well, what are we? We are Homo sapiens. <laughs> yeah, I heard seen that. Was that yeah? So I appreciate those little those little nuggets of of just humor. I appreciate those. Yeah, they say a lot of people, some people do skits, right? But not all of them are uh, memorable or even good, really. Yeah, a yeah. lot of people I don't. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. No, I appreciate him a lot. I think, yeah, I, I, I remember my notes. I wanted to just touch on them a little bit because to me, they were they were awesome. They were awesome. Absolutely. I mean, so, I do appreciate you putting me on this album again, Ahmad, because I think, I think, like I said, I only had those couple of songs downloaded, and I had deleted off everything else from the album. So to go back and like get that get that perspective, uh, he is a really good new artist. I can't really think of any other new artists that I've been bumping this year. That Jack Harlow album was pretty good. I've been bumping that. Ooh, I agree. But, but other than that, uh, I don't really think I've been jamming anything else. No, same. So for me, th- this year's there's been a, like a lot of music Loki put out, and nothing stuck. Nothing like you, you listen to it one time, you download two or three songs, and you may go back and listen to those two or three songs if it just randomly plays in your playlist. But nothing that you wanted to go back to and bump. Me personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, as often as I, I, I did with this one, this was a, this a great pleasure to listen to. It was, it was highly unexpected. Um, yeah, if you haven't checked this album out, please do. He, he's really talented. If, if you enjoy the music that like has some meaning to it, some like actual depth, 
you you won't be sorry for listening to this album. I appreciate you for telling me about this album, man. Now I'm going to go on and pretend like I discovered him on my own. Let <laughs> <laughs> me put you on to this dude. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use that story. I went to a Rhapsody concert, you know what I'm saying? And, <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> feel free, feel no, free. <laughs> no, but I, yeah, but I, I really do appreciate this. This was like the highlight of my music year. Honestly, was. Nice. So I appreciate you for, for uh, putting me on to him. Okay, no problem. I um and definitely um listen to his good. Pro- I feel like I, out of all of his his older stuff, I mean a, a lot of it is good, but um I guess no pun intended. But the, his mm-hmm. his EP called Good um it was it was a great one. Like I had a lot of fun with that one. So I was I was glad to see that he he took that and elevated it even more on this album. So shout out to Deontay Hitchcock. So this is another dope conversation. I'm really um, excited about this series that we've that we've started. You know, we did to Pimp a Butterfly, now Better by Deontay Hitchcock. I'm not sure which one we got up next, but it's going to be fire regardless. Um, feel free to subscribe, rate, and review either of our podcasts everywhere that you oh. listen to it. Um. And you can find me at TOTB, the podcast, Instagram, Twitter, um, Facebook as well. Uh, what about you all? What do y'all want to plug? Uh, we got Instagram, small victories and side notes underscore pod. Make sure you follow us. And like Ahmad said, make sure you uh, subscribe, download, rate, review on both podcasts. Just to show love, pop in and pop out. Thank you all for listening, man. Appreciate it. Definitely.